0: Welcome to Reality T Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing the second episode of Single Life. So we actually have nothing to talk about in the beginning of the episode, so we just going to jump right in Two, Single Life Season 4, Episode 2. die first date or not? Anyways, let's start with Chantel. So, not actually a lot with Chantel this episode, so we're going to be making, um, to make olive oil. But on the way to the olive oil making, she does wonder if she is moving too fast, but she's not going to let Pedro hold her back. Ugh. If... Your brain is taking you to a place of wondering if you're moving too quickly. You are moving too fucking quickly. It's not about Pedro holding you back. It's about you realizing what you need right now. And what you need right now is fucking therapy, not a new husband. That is the last fucking thing you need. Anyway, so we are with George. He is a tour guide. And he's going to be helping with the olive oil making. Um, Chantel thought that maybe they would, you know, have fun here. And, you know, drink some wine or something. She didn't know it was going to be the 1800s and she's going to have to make olive oil. She didn't know that. Anyway. um, Then she starts twerking and George is just like... Loving the show at this point, and I'm thinking again, girl, complete stranger, you are twerking yourself to, and he's supposed to be doing a job while you twerk your ass in front of him. I can't. Anyways, um, so George basically says, "Well, you guys did so good, so your reward, and we're gonna go dancing later, um, and we're also going to meet a friend of his, so." we're now heading to the club and George is meeting them. And she basically says like, you know, yeah, the divorce has only been six months, but I've been single for a year and a half because we haven't had sex. We didn't, we, we didn't have sex for like a year before or some shit like that. And I think, oh, oh, I didn't realize that counting yourself single Due to not having intimacy in your relationship is when you, you, you guys, okay. I didn't know that. (laughs) That's bullshit. I am just going to say that, but that's bullshit. That is you trying to justify your reasons for moving quick. That, no. And I know this because I have done this. I'm coming from a place of, I did this. I did exactly this push the time back because I've been single and whatever no I wasn't, I wasn't single and I moved too fucking quick now did it work out in the end? yes but it's just, I moved too quick but I also did therapy at the same time so yeah um so um we meet Giannis, I think that's how you say his name he's interesting looking is what I'm going to say. He's not a type I would picture her with. It's basically what I'm trying to say. But anyways, but he is a professional football player, soccer. Then, um, they all just start twerking while Giannis and George are just standing there being like, fuck what's happening. And Giannis is like, well, you know, Americans are, you know, interesting. And I'm just like, you can say that again. Like, we don't all act like that. I'm not American, though. I'm Canadian. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, like, why well, would just look like hot messes? All of them. This is sexy. Ugh. Anyway. So, the, um, both Chantel and Giannis are connecting. Oh, well, you work out honest. it Chantel works out too you guys should go date <sighs> um but they do go aside and they you know get a drink and talk amongst themselves and she asks like if he's been married before no he hasn't But, of course, she tells him that she has and whether or not that's going to be an issue. It's long gone, she says. And I'm like, six months? It's been six months since you legally divorced. Your house potentially hasn't even sold yet. Because didn't we just get an article recently saying their house sold for X amount just recently? Like... It's not long gone. You're still in it. Anyway. Um. So um, then she gives him her number and that's it. She's leaving with her friends and she's happy um, that she's open, but she's definitely scared because what if she misses the red flags like she did with Pedro? According to her, well, it's due to the fact that you're moving so quick that you probably will miss the red flags. That's I am. But anyway, that's it for Chantel for this week. Let's move on to Natalie. So she feels like Josh deceived her. She says, Don't play with my heart. He. Mm. He's an F boy. That's all they do. Anyway, she's like, how am I going to survive? You could have survived in fucking Florida, honey, where you seemed established. Anyways, not established, but at least comfortable. Anyway, she says that he's been calling her like seven or nine times or some shit, and she's been ignoring him, but now she's going to call him and whatever. And she tells him. I was just surprised by your schedule and it threw me off. So I apologize or sorry he says I apologize. Um and that he will communicate better about his schedule with her. And she's like all her dreams and plans crushed by the reality of your schedule. Wait, your dreams and your plans are based on a fucking man. You might want to process that one, Natalie. I'm just saying. But honestly, see where she gets it from. Because all her mom can talk about is, Mike, Michael, you know? But she does accept his apology. And he says he doesn't want to f- fall in fall into like the, the same old pattern of them like getting mad and not talking and whatever but she feels they are having an adult conversation right now but well, maybe now you are and she says i'm sorry who is this who is she i don't know she you're sorry wow I want to say that's growth but I think she's only apologizing for her own advantage. That's, anyway, that's a new one. So he still wants to look at places with her, so he's going to go pay, he's going to pick her up later so they can look at a place. So, that is what they're doing now. Josh is here. And he is picking her up and they are going to, so he, says, he says he's not gonna leave her alone um, to figure shit out. I'm like, but you are leaving her alone for two weeks while you're in Columbus, Ohio. Anyway, before they leave though, she kisses the tree. She kisses the fucking tree. And I said, superstar. Now if you don't know what that is, you're maybe too young to be watching or listening to me. I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> we all remember the movie Superstar. Who who was what's her name? Um shit, I can't remember her name. But um I think it was wasn't it a get off of SNL, I think. Anyway, that's what Superstar is. It's a movie back in I think the early aughts. It's 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 one of those stupid funny movies. But she literally would like make out with trees and shit because she loved nature or something. It was weird. Anyways, so anyways, she kisses a tree. Anyways, um, so we're in Santa Monica, and he promises her that he will not leave her homeless. So, anyways, we're looking at this place that, um, is actually close to him, hmm, he is, um, he's always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop with her, which is all the fucking time, sir, so why are you still here, anyways, um, so, yeah, so the place that we're looking at, one bed, one bath, 600 square feet, and when I tell you the fucking price of this house, you will faint, this is what it's like to live in certain parts of California. So, I'm not surprised. Just what the fuck. Um. So she feels okay about the place. She says, "And how much does this place cost? Two thousand one hundred and fifty dollars a month for six hundred square feet, one bed, one bath." What the fuck? Why did she move to California? I really want to know. She literally says, "A place like this, like wouldn't cost this much in Florida. Then you should have stayed in fucking Florida." What the fuck are you thinking? What the Jesus? Like my heart stopped. But I'm not surprised by it. Just, oh, um, she's like, she needs a full time job to afford this place. But then Josh asks about the requirements to rent. And the requirements basically would be they will have to do a credit check on natalie to make sure she has good credit natalie has zero credit so how would she rent this place please tell me and you can't use mike's credit <laughs> and then um she uh the other option would be like if she were to have a guarantor who can guarantee she can make rent I guess. And she says to Josh, like, would you be my guarantor? And he's like, um, I mean, uh, I need to think about that. And she's like, okay, then I guess that's a no. And he's like, no, no, I need, I need to, I need to, I need to think about that. And his reasons for that is they are not fucking stable enough for him to be a fucking guarantor for her. And he's like, I need a little more stability and, and, and reassurance, you know? And, um, he needs to feel secure is the word he used. And she's like, you need to feel secure. I'm in your country. So you're fucking crazy. Again, I hate using the term. But what else do I say about Natalie? <laughs> and it's just I don't disagree with him I wouldn't fucking be anyone's guarantor if I thought like you're just not you literally just a few months ago said you want to get back with your ex-husband why the fuck would he want to be your guarantor you know what I mean and you're going to go back to your ex-husband again and ask for a child you know and that's Natalie and we're done with her for this week. <laughs> Moving on to Veronica, initially Jamal. So we see her grocery shopping, um, and we see her pick up, I think it was, um, squash and, um, butter, I guess. Yeah. Butternut squash. Yeah. That's probably what it was. And she, um, it's like, oh, that's a big boy. It was, it was shaped like a dick. <laughs> it was huge. huge. Um, and uh, she's like, I'm super independent. Um, she's kind of like Cher uh, from Clueless. And she says, like, she's like, I don't need a rich husband and whatever. Um, I haven't seen Clueless in so long. Clueless was not one of my favorite movies. I haven't seen it in so long, but I do not remember this line at all. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Um, so then we get the backstory of Jamal and everything, and she thought he was sexy immediately, and I'm like, he, it's gone for me now, because he looks too much like him. It's so gone. Anyways, um, they are now going to be trying the exclusivity of it all. Luck, I guess. And when she goes back and she goes in the room, Jamal is just waking up or some shit. And when they go, when they're going out the room, I guess, to make breakfast. And you know how like, you know, a, a, a child would just like, if they can reach, you know, would just take your shoulders and just like walk out the room with you. It felt so like, this is the mother and this is the child. It feels so weird. Ugh. Anyways, um, I'm not trying to. Say. There's not a huge age gap with them either. I think it's about eight, nine years. It's not a huge gap. It's not about that. It's him. He acts like a child. And I, I don't get why she wants to be with someone who is literally close. Okay. Again, I'm not trying to make it about the age gap, but basically acts like a teenager. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway. So she says that he's not a great communicator. And he, she's like, you know, things are good when they're together but they're not so good when they're not. Manny says he's not huge on texting. He doesn't want to text every day because they're probably going to run out of things to talk about. But it's just as simple as checking in on her and being like, how are you? How's your day going? Like me and my boyfriend don't have huge ass conversations every day. Of course not. But we'll check in on each other. We, You know, we do the good morning. You know, we'll do the check in halfway through the day, especially because if we're both working. And you know, later on, like I've... I will maybe see him or whatever at some point and But then if, you know, let's pretend I don't see him that particular day or whatever, we'll check in and we'll talk, you know, at some point in the evening. And, you know, sometimes we'll talk until he goes to bed or doesn't or whatever. And, you know, that's, it's just doing little check-ins throughout the day to make sure, you know, you're good. That's all she's kind of asking for, I would think. So, you can do that. But again, I'm going kind to of a place of being a 32 year old woman who is dating a 35 year old man who can have some common fucking sense. You're dating a 27 year old who just doesn't give a shit. I really, truly think like it's just Jamal's world and we're just living in it. That's what I think. Anyways, so, um, he thinks that her wanting him to talk to her all the time is just kind of her insecurity. I mean, maybe, but she's asking for you to just talk to her and not ignore her fucking text messages. I'm sorry, but that's not an insecurity that's just basic fucking need that people have anyways. um, she does want to settle down, but if he hurts her, it would crush her. Now, here's my question. What does Settle Down look like? Because I'm not, I'm not saying either way here, but what if she doesn't want to have any more kids? She doesn't want to start, she's young. She definitely could have more if she wanted to, but like her daughter's name is Chloe, right? She's a teenager now. What, what the fuck would you want to start over? <laughs> you know, but Let's pretend she doesn't want to have any more kids, and let's pretend that he does want to have kids. And he's never had that, obviously, and he's still young, so he doesn't have them yet. But he won't, might want to have them soon, in like the next few years or whatever. How does this work out between you two? It doesn't. This is why I have issues sometimes with, and it goes both ways. It Doesn't matter the genders of who's older and who's younger. But if someone doesn't want to have kids, but the other does, but you're dating someone younger than you, it's just like, well, then why are you wasting each other's time here? There is no settling down. You're settling down with someone who you're not just basically compatible with. Anyways, I don't think they're together. I hope they're not. I think she deserves a whole lot better than Jamal, personally. I'm serious. I think she deserves so much more. So anyway Tim's here it's Tim's turn we're not gonna start dating with Tim Jamal's gone he's back in San Diego now and um she's gonna be going with Tim to do this dating thing they're going to um so she does tell him that her and Jamal are now exclusive and he's real confused she's like he's like he has no job he lives at home she's like you've dated women who don't have jobs and live at home too why can't I do it? Now she is right there. Doesn't, because she's right with what she's saying, but then what he also comes back with is also correct. He's like, but you want someone who's going to take care of themselves. You're not going to take care of him. And she's like, no, I'm not. Of course not. But she's like, he doesn't ask me for money. And he's like, not now because he lives with mom. (laughs) But if you guys are talking about being exclusive and you move forward through that, and let's say he moves to North Carolina and he lives with you. Then he is gonna ask you for fucking money. But that's so he was right there too. Like anyways. Um so then Tim has been single now for about six months. He broke up with his ex around that time. Um So we're going to some sort of singles event and he's mingling, Veronica's kind of gone now. Not gone, but it's not in view. And he talks to one girl, this black girl, and she says she's 47 years old and she looked great. She looked fantastic because, say it with me, black don't crack. And he's like, my God, you look so good for your age. What's your skincare routine? (laughs) What is your skincare routine? (laughs) and she was so taken aback, she's like, um, soap and water, <laughs> oh man, oh my god, that was that was amazing, then, um, he's like, okay, good luck to you, bye, and then he looks around, and he sees someone named Louisa, and, uh, he's like, oh my god, you're here, what are you doing here, well, they know each other. They met each other on social media and they hit it off instantly, but then they never actually got the chance to meet each other. She met someone else. He met someone else. And it kind of fizzled out after that. And guess what, guys? She is from Colombia. Sound familiar? Lord Jesus. And Veronica says that She's like, leave it to you to find the only Latina woman in the whole place. Um, he's like, well, you yeah, know, so he, they sit down and they talk and he's like, so tell me like, what's the perfect night for you? Like a perfect date basically for you. And she's like, you know, movies, wine, coodling. He's like, say that last one again. Cuddling. Cuddling. She meant cuddling. And, um he feels, he's, you kidding, Tim is not gonna cuddle with anybody, he really truly has to, anyways, he feels that she is completely out of his league, probably, but this is what, um, this is kismet, he says, and yeah, sure, you know, someone you know, who you talk to, you hit it off with, and she just happens to be at this event, which, come on, that's not planned, come on, I feel like she's a I feel like teens were drop. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, so yeah, it's Kismet. Anyway, moving on. Then he says, "You know, what about we uh, go on on a date?" And she says, "Yes." And um, yeah, I'm a good conversator. I don't. I think he said that. Conversator. I don't know. If that's that's not a that's not a word, right? <laughs> Anyways um she tells him that uh she loves his eyes that's sweet that's cute yeah he has nice eyes i mean sure anyway that's it for veronica jamal tim and now louisa let's move on to our last hopeless romantic Tyre. this okay this hurt my heart a little bit um Let's let go through it. So he's going on his first date. It's supposed to be. And he doesn't know what to say when he gets there. I guess he'll say something around the lines of thanks for coming. But he's on the way there. And he says he likes women who wear tight dresses, shows off their figure. You know, you walk into a room and you know, all eyes are on you. And You know, he kind of just wants, like, people, I guess, to envy him. And I'm thinking, that's not fucking realistic, though, Tyree. This is not realistic. This isn't a fucking, again, describing movie. It's not realistic that people are just gonna turn their heads and see this hot girl in this tight dress or some shit. You're going to a restaurant. You're going to, oh, like, a a wine-based restaurant. I don't know if it's a wine-tasting type, but I don't know seem to really focus on wines. and um you're just going to a simple place looks like a very simple place in a fucking plaza calm down he needs to lower his expectations a little bit but anyway he wants yeah, yeah yeah he wants her to turn heads and all that anyways then he It text her while he's on the way, telling her that he's on the way and he has flowers and he, they're actually very pretty. He got blue ones and multicolored ones. Um, and I wrote his fucking laugh. I can't, I can't with his fucking laugh. We will slowly not hear any fucking laughter. So, okay. Producer ends up asking him like, would you make the first move? And he's like, well, I get the vibes from her that she likes men who take charge. A lot of us, not a lot of us, but most of us, women like a man who take charge. It's very true. Um, but he says in his mind, she should make the first move because, well, she liked me first. And then he laughs and says, I know that sounds like a kindergarten response. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it does grow up you're 30 something grow up um he wants he says that he wants her to make the first move because he doesn't have the confidence to do it himself just say that i would have more respect if you're dishonest so anyway so he gets to the restaurant and he checks his phone no text Now, I'm just going to say this from the beginning. The date was supposed to start at 7. So it's 7.20. She's obviously late. He doesn't know what's going on. He says maybe she's stuck in traffic or maybe she ran out of gas. There you are making excuses, which was how you were able to be fucking catfished the way you were in the fucking first place. So then... We see he's still waiting. He's a punctual guy, so like he, I guess, doesn't really appreciate that she's not <laughs> being punctual. So he texts her again, and no text from her at all. It's now seven thirty, and he decides he would like to have some wine now, some riesling, please. Um, but the waitress feels bad for him. She says, I wish I could, you know, sit down and be at his date, you know. She feels bad. I think at this point, we all kind of were like, okay, you better fucking show up. And she doesn't, spoiler alert for those who didn't watch the episode. So she, he ends up trying to call her and it rings one time and then goes instantly to voicemail. Either he is blocked or he has um been uh rejected either or either or it doesn't matter at this point. She's not coming. but he has wait I guess another hour like we I don't even know wait until an hour after, and he has clearly even stood up. He says it took a lot to be comfortable to go on a date in the first place after everything that's happened, and then this happens. And he said, this is where I felt, fuck, that hurt my heart. This is where he says, is it me? And I'm just like, I'm not excited about Tyree's story. I've said that. But I do hate seeing someone be fucked with in this way. And I don't know what the reasons are. Why would you do this? To him and embarrass him in this way. If you didn't want to go on the date with him, you should have said so. You could have texted him, you could have done anything, and just said, I'm I don't think we should go on a date or whatever. Instead, you wait for him to be get ready to go on this date. Buy you flowers that aren't fucking cheap, and you don't show up. That's wrong. But that's it for Tyrae. That is it for the episode. So next time on, um, Giannis, that's what I thought the name was, right? (laughs) He wants them to go to his hometown, Chantel and everybody else, which is four hours away from where they currently are. Debbie tells Julian about the fact that she's now online dating and Julian basically says, okay, I want full name I'm on date of birth and I'm on social security number. <laughs> and she's like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell yes. You have a fucking son who can do background checks on these fucking people. Utilize his skills. Anyways, I guess that's me. <laughs> um, She did however lie on her dating profile that about her age she says that she wasn't getting any bites with her age being 67 and she lured to 57 and now here come the men but you're lying about your age debbie that's not cool anyway tim and louisa are playing um croquet 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 whatever whatever she um wants some affection but he's slow, he says. Yeah. So slow, in fact, that he never fucked Jennifer when he went to see her. He's that slow. Good luck, Louisa. Anyway, every time I say Louisa, I think sound of music. Anyways, John is finally here. Finally. sparkles. Finally. I'm so happy. Um, and Josh is meeting Natalie's mom. Good luck with that too. Um, and Natalie says he needs to shine. No, he needs a fucking miracle because your mom doesn't, Ari doesn't like him. She hasn't even met him yet. Anyways, that is it for this episode. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget, I will read those five-star reviews. I will, I will do it. Um, so uh, also, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And we are also on YouTube at Reality Times 2 so you can go over there as well. And if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Times 2 You can go to Twitter and TikTok and Reddit at realityt. Times two pod. You can email us at reality times two at hotmail.com. And we also have our website, which is solo.to forward slash reality times two. Don't forget, I have my other podcast with my friend Mikel, uh, the Next Take Podcast. And you can find us by either going to our uh, website at solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast or YouTube at next day podcast, but we are also on every one of your favorite podcast apps. So you can also go there and, uh, that is it. That is all for now. Thanks guys. Bye.